Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life. And the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. We're going to continue on with our series of really just me digging into the operations of my company and some of the people behind it. And today we're going to be talking with my COO of my property management company. And this will be an interesting, fun, um, and you're going to get your eyes are going to get opened in this one because I guarantee what me and Candy are going to talk about are things that like this happens. Yeah, it happens, right? So this is going to be a one that you're going to really want to listen to. It'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully we'll share some great stories that will make you laugh and some will probably make you cry. So we will get into the good, bad, and the ugly of property management. But before we do that, though, guys, a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, this is Shelly Peterson, Corey's better half. My husband shares amazing stories of the good, bad, and ugly of apartment investing. And while many of you want to do this yourselves, we have found that a lot of you would like to invest alongside with us. If that is you, I want to invite you to get on a short webinar where we discuss our deal room and how you can be a part of our private investor club. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar and register now. You won't be disappointed. Again, go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar, and we look forward to sharing our private deal room with you. All right, guys, we're back. Also, I really want to make sure that we just have a new book that we've just launched. I mean, it's out there. It's called Trust But Verify, The Passive Investor's Guide to Evaluating Real Estate Syndicators. So this is a book, if you're looking to, if you think you want to be a passive investor and you're wondering what to look for, this book is going to go through the ins and outs and what you should be asking syndicators just like me. So to get this book for absolutely free, text the word TRUST, T-R-U-S-T, TRUST, to 480-500-1127, and we will ship you this book for absolutely free. So again, guys, the word TRUST to 480 480- 500-1127. So guys, without further ado, let's jump into it. I want to introduce to you, Candy Dalton, my COO with Kahuna Management. Candy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Corey. Hi, everyone. Yep. So before we get too much into it, give everybody a little bit of your backstory. You've been in this business for a while, so let's let everybody kind of get a feeling for who you are. So I have been in the business for about 32 years now. I started as a leasing consultant when I was 19 years old, and I have just made my way up through the ranks. I have been a property manager. I have been a regional, now onto the COO. It's been a journey, a good journey, but I've done construction management. I've done new lease-ups, rehab, just about everything you could think of. I've done some conventional and student housing as well. Right. And you've been focused on student housing for most the of majority the majority of the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Most of you guys that don't know this, our company right now, we probably pretty saturated in 70% of our portfolio is in student housing. It is a niche that we got into and we kind of understand it, like it. We've made some mistakes along the way of buying maybe some properties that are a little bit smaller. But one of the things that we did this year, again, as you've been listening to this series, is we created our own management company. And 
I said I would never do it. I said it would absolutely kill me. And looking back now, and what, five months that we've been, six months? About six months. No, wait, how long no, have you been No, it was April, with? March. It was March we started. So March, um, April, May, June, July, August, six months, yep, seven months. Right, so seven months. Yep. I think it'll go down 2023. The best decision I made is to start a management company. So when we did that, Kennedy was already working for me as really my COO of really, I would call more of an asset manager role, right? Helping me run properties with our other third-party management company. And then we had that decision. Remember that when we had that call, me, you, and Devon? Uh, I remember that call, yes. <laughs> How did that call go? Because I want to hear it from your point of view. Well, I was super excited because I've always wanted to do a management company. And I remember Corey saying, I'll never do that. And I thought, oh, how sad I am. But I knew. So Corey calls and says, it's time. What are you thinking? This is a lot of work. Can we do it? How do y'all feel? And it's scary. It's very, very scary. But of course, Devon and I knew that that was the best decision. I mean, there was really no other choice at that point. Who looks after your stuff better than you? So we said, okay, let's do it, Corey. We're in. Yeah. They didn't know what they actually agreed to. <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> yeah. So basically that call premises of a gigantic amount of workload that we put on really the tripod is what I would call it. Our controller, Devon, which has already been on the show, you and me. Those were the three mm -hmm. key pieces in the early spawning of what this vision was. And then we started adding Gannon. Gannon just was on the show last week. So you guys heard from Gannon. So he wasn't even added at this point yet. Like it was just me, you and Devon and a dream and an idea. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> Very. Right. But we had extreme belief. Yeah, sure. Right. And so here's what I know about Candy. Candy is one of those girls that you put her in a spot and she will figure it out. Right. So tell us about that tenacity, like the part I think you own really well. And let's talk about some of your strengths as well. Well, basically, I've always been the person that I love a good challenge anyway. Um, that's who I am. I work better under pressure. I like to see things develop. But really, my philosophy is simple. If it's got to get done, I'm going to do it. There's not a choice. I always look at things as there's not a choice. So right, whatever it and, takes, you know. And really, I think one of Candy's biggest strengths is her sense of urgency, right? Mm -hmm. So having a sense of urgency, in other words, idle hands don't get many things done, especially in property management. There's so many things that can go weird or wrong or could get caught in the wayside, right? How do you take that and then handle the team aspect of what we do? So I call it putting out fires. So basically, if something goes wrong, the best thing to do is always stay calm. Everything can be fixed. We find ways, we do what we have to, but I find strengths of the other team members as well. So if somebody is, their strength is, say, leasing, then we use those strengths to get what we need to get done. Encouragement, being a cheerleader, Corey calls it, motivating people, letting them know that this is what Corey did for me. And this is what I try to do for others is have them believe in themselves. 
People are capable of a lot of things. They just need someone to believe in them and tell them and encourage them and show them, do small goals and then have them achieve those goals. And then they get confidence. It's all about confidence too. And once you get that confidence, it is unbelievable. You could do anything that you set your mind to. Right. And really more. (laughs) Right. So talk about the goon away. What does it mean to you? So the Kahuna way to me means encouraging. It means to better people, to give people just what I was talking about, like this sense of confidence, the willingness, the belief in them. I think that's probably the one word that sum up Kahuna is the belief in that person and their capability and pushing them. And I always say this, there are many, many things that I never, ever dreamed that I could do. And I probably wouldn't have. But when Corey said to me, you're going to do it, and you're going to find a way to do it. I did it and I found a way to do it. So Kahuna 2 also means that no person left behind. Like we want to better them as people, not just better them professionally, but personally. Right, right. And listen, well-spoken, well-said. Now, when you look at the property management, so I'll give an example. We just had an example of the right people and getting things and handling situations. So Warner Robbins, Warner Robbins is a property that has been given us so much difficulty. And a lot of that was through our third-party management company not being disciplined at the property and really not having staff. So let's talk about that property in our first assessment went and looked at the staff that was currently already there and what we had to do. So we had a property manager who didn't really have a lot of experience. She really had no confidence. She was teamed with a group of maintenance guys that really didn't want to work, that was there to draw a paycheck, which, you know, sometimes you get that. Nobody was being held accountable. Nobody was really even guided to know what to do, directed anything. So With that, you saw the delinquency go down because nobody was holding their residents accountable because nobody was holding the property manager accountable. The property was just, there was like trash everywhere. There were residents with their balconies that were not cleaned, just no discipline whatsoever. None. The tenants were running the show. You saw it. The tenants were running the show. It looked at, and so this is the property now I've owned for a year and a half, two years at this point. And there was a manager that was local. And we're like, we're pleading with them to get it done. So initially, when we first took over property management, we took over all our student housing projects Mm -hmm. first. And finally, I was like, guys, we have to take over Warner Robins and we need to do it as soon as possible. So that was our first piece was to we had to assess the staffing of it, right? And Mm -hmm. then secondly, we were like, okay, this is not going to work. We need to go ahead and we're going to probably have to replace all the staffing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's what we did. Right. So let's talk about the people that you did hire. So we're very fortunate, but we hired a lady in Dynasty who is driven. She is so driven. Personally, she's a driven person. Her standards are super high. She wants what's best for that property, not only because professionally she wants to do well, but she wants that property to reflect her. And yeah, she's a pillar of that community. Her husband is vice president of the local high school there. I'm sorry, vice principal of the local high school there. And so their reputation means a lot to them. I just came from that property and she has turned that property around. The property looks really good. There's no trash. The balconies look good. She's holding people responsible. She's knocking on doors, collecting the rents. 
she's supposed to. If they don't pay rent, then she sends them to court. She's walking the property. She is um, holding the maintenance people accountable. She follows up, which is one of the key, which it's leadership. Follow up is a big part of leadership. And that's what dynasties do. Yeah. One person, one good leader on a property makes all the difference. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. get the right people in the right seats and it starts from the top for sure. Yeah. And that's really what it is. And then occasionally you'll still have an issue. So like we had a plumbing mm-hmm. issue at Warner Robins, right? So all of a sudden one of our units backed up and backed up bad where we had... <laughs> We'll call it poo-poo coming out <laughs> of the toilet, right? And it was like, whoa, okay. So we called uh, Rotorooter immediately, and they snaked the line. But then they said, oh, gosh, this is where the block was happening. About 40 feet down the line was a spot where it was not connected exactly perfect. You can tell it was broken line a little bit. Yep. And so that's where the cog, they try to say that there was a lull under the concrete, which I don't <laughs> agree the problem was at the 40-foot end of the run where it connected to the next building, it was disconnected. And that disconnection, it got clogged there and jammed. Mm-hmm. So they had to run that line, snake quite a few times to finally unclog it. Then the whole thing totally unclogged. So they unclogged the line. But when we sent our head maintenance guy there, and let's talk about that a little bit. What did he do? So when he went there, he actually, oh, Wow. That's all I can say. He saw where the line needed to be repaired and it took him exactly a hundred dollars to repair that line. He dug down, it was only two feet. He dug down and he replaced the piping, sealed it, and then covered it back up. And yeah. then of course he started the cleanup, but a hundred dollars. They were wanting to charge us ten grand. Yeah. At the minimum, ten grand. Yeah, yeah, they're like ten grand. And yeah. he did it for a hundred bucks and a little bit of sweat equity. Yep. Yep. This is the difference, and this is why. Third-party vendors, when they look at apartment complexes, they think it's a money factory mm-hmm. and that we're stupid, mm-hmm. right? And so we have a great head of maintenance that pretty much fix about anything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. And he actually got his own camera and ran the line to yep. find where it was broke and found how many feet. And then we're like, okay, so that's where we know that's at, right? So perfect. And then, of course... It was a little bit mushy right where the line was disconnected. He fixed it and we mediated it quickly. And now the next step was to clean the one unit where we had spillage, right? Now, Mm -hmm. again, that's not fun. (laughs) Oh, man. Right? But he did it. Did it without any complaints. And sent pictures because he was so proud of what he did. Yeah. So it's little things like that. And then all of a sudden we have, these were renovated units. So we have four units that are rent ready now. Yep. Right. What else would you say, like the big pieces of property management and staffing that you deal with on a basis? Where do you make the most impact? The most impact would probably be leasing. Leasing is top priority. If we don't get leases, we don't get anything. So our number one priority, of course, would be leasing sales, following up, just making sure all of our beds are full. Yeah. But where do you make the difference? So. Where do I? I feel like I make the difference in the leadership, holding people accountable, making sure the things get done, showing them what to do, and then following up to make sure it gets done, encouraging them, be better people to know how to do it, the training, looking at the numbers, knowing the numbers, making sure they know the numbers. Just almost everything, right? (laughs) Pretty much, yes. (laughs) When I look at you, I think one of your greatest gifts is people, Candy, right? So how do you really affect the people in our company? Because 
certain things happen where I guess the way properties run, it takes one spark sometimes. And if they get that spark, they can take it and carry it. Tell us about maybe a story or two about that. All right. So let's talk about Madison. She came in as a property manager. She was a new property manager and she was on one of our hardest assets, I would say. Yeah, but um, she's already been on the show. Days. So you've already probably listened to Madison. If you've listened to this show. So really, Madison, she was young. She was somewhat inexperienced. I mean, she knew property management, but not to the degree of what she does now. So really, what we did was I brought her in. I believed in her. I trained her. I gave her the resources to learn and to train. She just wanted to keep growing and growing. Like she just kept asking me questions and she kept wanting to know what's next. After you um, guys talk. Every day. I would talk to Madison every day. Because one thing that I feel like that is my responsibility, not just professionally, but personally, I want to better people. So I saw this hungry girl, this young hungry girl, and I saw myself in her quite a bit. So I mentored her. I told her what she needed to do. I kind of gave her small goals so that she could meet those small goals so that she can get that confidence to go further and further. Now, Madison is not only probably the best property manager we have in our portfolio, but she also, we have promoted her to the trainer. So now she trains other people, which to me is a huge accomplishment personally and professionally, because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to move people. So now let's talk about Star. Star was a person that I found. She was a Lisa consultant at one of the other properties located probably, I don't know, the town over from the Rafford property that we have River's Edge. She actually came in as the leasing consultant for Radford, and she now has been promoted to one of our properties at Hawkeye Towers, which is in Waterloo, Iowa. This took her probably, I would say, six months to do. All she needed was basically some encouragement and some guidance. And she just took that property from 20 leases behind her goal in October to meeting her goal in November already. Hey, would you like to learn more about Kahuna Investments in our deal room? Let's do virtual coffee. Book a 15-minute call with us so we can learn more about your investment goals and how Kahuna Investments can help. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee to book your call today. Again, that's kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee. Let's have some virtual coffee and get to know one another. Yeah, so she came into a property. Now, this is a property that actually has plagued us for a couple of years. And our smaller colleges during COVID got hit pretty hard. That was a pretty big, nasty thing to happen. And we've been kind of coming out of COVID. And so this year, we actually fully leased up to uh, 95%, right? Which is <laughs> phenomenal for that property. The best we've ever done is 82, right? And that was before COVID. So now the property's back, but now we're starting the lease up. For anybody that's listening, we start renewals, leasing season in October. So kids move in in August, they have one month to enjoy it. And then we're back in October saying, what are you doing for next year, right? With the goal, we want to be 40 or 50% leased up by the end of December, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a huge, huge push for renewals. And this property was behind. And 20 leases on this property probably rep represents maybe 8 
Yeah. It was 10% behind. It didn't hit its goals mm-hmm. the previous month before. And for us, like, we got to hit our goals. This is part of the Kahuna way is make sure that they understand that, right? Like, we need right. performance. We track performance. We expect performance. And we don't really like excuses. Right. But we also realize the property manager there, and the reason for that is property manager quit. For that month, we had no property manager as we were trying to figure out the solution. And then we looked at Star, mm-hmm. right? So Star was the leasing manager at another property. And we're like, well, can she be a head property manager? And how did that conversation go? <laughs> so, you know, I just went and it says, Star, I'm seeing what you're capable of. I know you can lease. I know that you want to do more because when she came on board, she did tell me that she wanted to grow. And I simply asked her, how do you feel? What do you think you can do? I told her about the property. I told her what we needed. And her exact response to me was, I want this opportunity. I will do everything in my power to make sure that you get what you need and Kahuna gets what they need. I mean, she was very determined. She was very confident. She was a little scared. She's from Virginia. So moving all the way, she packed up all of her stuff, moved by herself all the way to Iowa in a a U-Haul. Yeah. And drove it. The girl's probably 105 pounds, drove the U-Haul, lagging her car behind her. And she's doing great. She's so, (laughs) so excited. She's super, super excited. Every day, she just called me the other day and she was like, and I talked to all my property managers every day, every single day, all of them through email, through Slack, or just picking up the phone and calling them. I think it's so, so important that they know that they're not a number and that they and know not on that. An island, right? Because that's the biggest and, problem. Yes. Yeah. And what do you need? These are my questions. This is what you need, but what can I do for you as well? Because they become so dedicated and they become so loyal when they feel like somebody cares about them. You know, I was yeah. a property manager for many years and I did well. So I was noticed, but for the people that didn't or just kind of did their job, they just were just there. We mm-hmm. at Kahuna do not want people to be just there. We want them to be invested. We want them to know that we're invested in them. It's just a great partnership. And that's what I feel like property management is with managers, with even the CEO, COO. I mean, we all need each other. If I don't have good leasing people, if I don't have good managers, if I don't have good maintenance team, that's going to affect me. That's going to affect Corey. That's going to affect our jobs. That's going to affect the family that we've built. So it's just very, very important that people feel needed and people feel like they're important. Yeah, it's a huge part of what we do, right? Mm -hmm. And let's talk about our hiring process a little bit and the tools that we use. So when we hire someone, of course, we get applicants and we put them through what we call a PI assessment. Corey and I have set- Predictive index. That's what PI stands for, predictive index. And we have set these PI assessments up based on what we feel like our needs are for that position. Yeah. Each position has a unique set of ranges of different things, attributes that we're looking for. Like a property manager role is different from a leasing manager role, which is different from a CA, which is different from the maintenance people, right? Everybody has a different profile, different target, because we're looking for their pattern of behavior. Right. Yeah. And so we actually have them take that assessment test to see if we can even move on with the interview. They have to score a nine or a 10. We only hire nine or tens. We want to make sure we put the right people in the right seats because if we don't, we set them up to fail. And then, of course, it's just bad for us. Yeah. And we've seen Um, it happen because we've made that mistake mm -hmm. before. Like, oh, 
let's bring this person over. And they're like, oh, but they're really not a people person. And this is a sales role. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it really is pretty accurate. Oh, and I love this PI assessment. I am a big, big fan. I'm probably the biggest fan of it in the company because not only does the PI assessment put the right people in the right seats, but it's a way of communicating with each other and the staff and making sure that people are understood and you understand how people need to be communicated with. How did you figure that out? Okay. So (laughs) Devon, who's the controller, of course, she and I work very well together, but we're totally different. I'm a salesperson. I am a operations person. Devon is a very detailed, you know, an accountant. Very organized, like everything has its place, right? And Candy's coming in like the wild, wild west, guns are slinging, (laughs) going boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Okay. I'm loosey goosey, right? Because that's like the other side of the property management. Devon works in the accounting side of it, which is it all has to tie. And Candy's over here in third world dimension where <laughs> just get it all know, done let's yeah. get it you know <laughs> yeah yeah they talk about the issues with that right like so and so i honestly could tell that devon was getting very very aggravated and she was always telling me details we have to do this we have to do that and honestly i was getting aggravated and i was like gosh devon i'm just trying to do my job here i have forty thousand things coming at me at one time i'm trying to solve put out fires i'm trying to solve problems sorry if i missed one step that kind of stuff But then, you know, I thought to myself, and Devon and I have always worked well together, but it was getting to the point where we, again, we were just getting very aggravated with each other. So I said, this has got to stop. I got to know who Devon is here because I don't understand her and she surely doesn't understand me. So I called and I got her PI assessment. And so when I read it, it was so like enlightening because I thought, Wow, I probably am. Like, it talks about even things that like this person wants this. And if it's not like this, you're going to see where the disruption is. And I think you actually had our guy do a read back on it, right? Yeah. So Michael, he actually went down her PI and went down my PI. And when he was reading her PI, I thought, if I were her, I would strangle me every single day. Yeah. So what was important to me is being able to communicate with Devon the way that she needed it and getting her the things that she needed, whether I thought it was important or not. And after that, I picked up the phone immediately. When I put down the phone with Michael, I called Devon and I said, Devon, first, I want to say I'm sorry to you because I did not recognize these things. And second, I was being selfish and just wanting what I needed at the time. But then after that, oh my gosh, Devon and I are like sisters And even though I still, (laughs) it's just who I am. But now there's conflict, right? And we talked about that. That's the five dysfunctions of a team. If we don't have conflict, Mm -hmm. if there wasn't the absence of conflict, we wouldn't have a good team. Yeah, true. But really what it did was just gain respect. Devon so appreciated me even taking the time to do that for her. And, you know, and I said, I will do my very best to make sure I can and my willpower (laughs) to appreciate you and just show you the respect. And it's work. Again, we have conflict because we're always going to have conflict. Devon and I are totally different people. But at the end of the day, after our conflict. But it's the same thing as Devon's fighting for the things that she believes in, right? Right. On her accounting side, like this has got to be done. It's got to be done right. It's got to be done on time. And you're like, but we got tornadoes over here. It's crazy. And so it's the healthy conflict of like Mm -hmm. all that. And it just makes us better. Right. Oh, for sure. If you didn't have conflict with inside your top team Mm -hmm. and everybody was just agreeable, like, yeah, okay, it's Mm -hmm. okay, it's okay. Then there's no passion behind it. Right. Mm -hmm. And department heads should be fighting kind of 
nicely amongst themselves, <laughs> right? And be like, no, that's bullcrap. I'm going to call you out, right? And the good thing is once you have that respect and once you have that family, I call it, you're able to do that because at the end of the day, like you said, we're all trying to do what's best for each other, not just ourselves, but for yeah. each other. That is the first dysfunction is the absence of trust. If you don't have yeah. trust in mm-hmm. your team, then you can't be vulnerable to say the things that need to be said, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the first part is you got to have a level of trust to say, I don't think that's right. And someone mm-hmm. can't take it. And you offended me. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I can't believe you said that. No, no, no. <laughs> that's what it is, right? And we got to be comfortable enough and have a trust that it comes out of love and passion mm-hmm. to know that it's not there to harm, right? And yeah. I think through that whole process of what I believe, what I saw too, is Devon finally take a minute to look at it from your point of view. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and she, and she said saw that. that she even got a little emotional there for a minute because mm-hmm. she burns deep with passion as well. At the end of the day, like you said, you guys are sisters. Sisters sometimes squabble, but they always find their way back to each other. Like I couldn't do it without you. Yeah, and I think too that's what I'm instilling in like the property managers and the leasing people. I feel like the property managers that we have trust me so much that they do tell me. I mean, they're not scared to say things to me. And we discuss it. Ultimately, it's going to be my decision and they understand that. But the fact that they will bring these things to me and say these things to me, I so appreciate because I don't know. I am not on the ground anymore running. I have the utmost respect for them and they understand that because I've been there. And I think that's why they respect me a lot is because I understand where they're coming from. But with that being said, they also understand that I have been there and I understand and I know what can be done and what cannot right. be done. So yeah. the excuses don't fly very far. No, no excuses. Right? You're like, no, 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 no. So hold on. You mean to tell me <laughs> that you've called yeah. everybody? Have you called everybody? Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. What have you done? Right. So at the end of yeah. the day, holding our property managers accountable to their job and to their numbers, mm-hmm. to the process, that's pretty much what we've been trying to instill in, in getting a lot of consistency in that. Mm-hmm. That's true. So as we wrap up, what is your favorite part about this business? Oh, I would have to say the people. I love the challenge too. I've always loved property management. It's what I do. My family's a property management family. My dad's a contractor. He's done property management, you know, turn on so many properties. My sister's in the property management business. My niece has helped us. I mean, just we're a property management company or family, but I love the fact that I love a challenge. I love making a difference. These are kids that have moved out for their first time ever who don't really know too much about real life and being there and being able to help that, being able to make them better people, not just for now, but our future, but to helping the property managers be where they are. I can honestly say in my town, I have hired or fired just by every property manager here. And the ones that have started in the beginning, I still get people calling all the time, thanking me to even getting them into business and moving them along. You make a difference to so many people especially the people that are just starting out, the 20-year-olds, the 19-year-olds. Not only that, but I love You've heard it on this podcast, guys. If you go back to the episode with Chloe, she's one of our CAs. Yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. what she said. She said, I don't know if you listened to it, Candy, but she said, we made a difference in her life. 
Yeah, because let me just say this, even from, of course, the property managers, but even to our level, when I talk to parents and I talk to the students and we're able to resolve things, you know, here's a parent sitting miles away from their person they just dropped off, their kids they just dropped off. That's scary. That's super scary. And to know that they're in the hands of people who actually care about them. The one thing that I say about Kahuna that when I talk to parents is basically this. Two things. We know who makes our mortgage and that's you. We understand that you're giving us money. We provide a service to you, not only our mortgage, but my personal mortgage. Secondly, I'm a mom myself. Good grief. If I drop my kid off, I certainly would want to know that when I left that property, they're going to have a good place to lay their head down. And we at Kahuna do safe, clean and disciplined properties. And if we continue to do that, every parent that walks off our property should know that those three things, we have them covered. So the challenge, Corey, and the people, you know, I'm a people person. My job in life really is to better people. And that's what I want to do. Yeah, Awesome. And I'm doing it. So. Yes. Yes, we are. We are. Absolutely. Well, Candy, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of uh, We're recording this right before Thanksgiving. So it'll probably come out in a couple of weeks. But again, guys, property management, the idea of it is simple, right? Clean, safe disciplined properties. Those are CSD. We talk about it, but the implementation of that is extremely difficult. But we realize our greatest asset is people, right? People like Candy, people like Devon, like all the people that have been on this podcast are people that I have hand-selected to be on our team, at least my executive team, right? Now, Candy's had her hand in a lot of like the other pieces of it, but we know that people make a difference, right? And people want to work for a company that wants to make a difference, right? That's not just ordinary or average. Who wants average? Nobody does, mm -hmm. right? And so you've got to raise the bar of what your expectations are, of your beliefs. And Candy, you are absolutely helping me do that. So I appreciate and I thank you for all that you do. So last words for you. Again, I love my job. I love this company. I would never want to be anywhere else. This is a company that cares about people, about their property, about each other. You know, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, awesome. Well, guys, you heard it from Candy. People do make a difference. And if you are in this business right now, you're looking to passively invest, go check us out. Go to kahunainvestments.com, click on the deal room, go through our process. We want to get to know you and see if we have the right fit for you to invest in our assets. And then if you're looking for the education side of it, right? Start off by getting my book, Trust But Verify. Right? Text the word trust to, to 4050-1127. But guys, success ultimately starts with an idea. You have to believe that you can do something. Just like Candy and I and Devon set up with this belief that we're going to create Kahuna Management. And we said we wanted to be an award-winning apartment community, apartment management company. Not just good, but award-winning, right? And that is an idea. And you got to take it and meditate on that. The success does not happen by chance. You have to put belief and then you put action into that belief and success will come find you, my friends. Guys, if you believe it, you can achieve it, and your paradise is possible. <music>